Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. So today's podcast, we're talking about low-tech augmentative communication options. Um, I love low-tech communication options like AAC. I love working with kids who low-tech stuff works for them. Not necessarily opposed to the high-tech computer stuff. It's just there's so much good about the low-tech stuff. So I've invited Hunter Berman, who's a speech-language pathologist, and Hunter has extensive years of working in the schools and other settings, but currently in the schools, to help me talk about this topic. So welcome, Hunter. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm very excited. I'm excited. Hunter shares my love yeah. of low tech and some of my most favorite people in the world are those people who use low tech augmented communication. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now there's a lot of new apps coming out a lot. And so a lot of people are jumping for, you know, the higher tech stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think low tech is getting lost a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So when I went to graduate school and I don't, I'm not sure about you, Hunter, because you're you're younger than me, but when I went to graduate school, I was still using a typewriter and loading into the Mac computer a floppy disk. And um, (laughs) so there were no high-tech computer options. So you had to literally take a picture with a camera that nobody uses anymore and cut it out with scissors and glue it literally. So it was cutting and pasting, but with scissors and glue onto a note card and then laminated it with contact paper. That was my picture card. <laughs> I wouldn't repeat that story to too many people. <laughs> well, no, I'll just, just, just you and me and whoever's listening to this podcast, but just you and me and several hundred of our most, of our favorite friends. <laughs> but, um, that's what happened. <laughs> now we have laminators now and we... cardstock. So life is grand. That's right. And we can print color pictures and all kinds of fun stuff. So that being said, in this podcast, what I want us to really talk about is some low tech, maybe some things to consider with low tech before we just jump on the high tech option when we're working with some kids. So one of the first things to consider and one of the first nice options about low tech and and use of uh, maybe PECs or picture cards would be that they require social interaction, connection, one person to another, no computer screen. If you're using PECs, then you've got the PEC there and they have to physically give you that picture to get what they want, right? It automatically requires you know, two people to connect and look at each other and operate together. Right. And like the first part of PECs, they say is what we're doing is teaching them how to communicate. And that's it right there. You can't just sit down and touch a picture by yourself in isolation or continue to hit an iPad. You actually have to approach somebody and make that communicative exchange. And, you know, you don't have to obviously look at someone in the eyes and that's outdated, but you have to look <laughs> towards the person and exchange something. And then, you know what, if I give them something, I get something back in return. I get a message across, you know, and that's a huge lesson to teach, you know, and that comes hundred percent from low tech. I think at the very beginning stages of that, Oh, if I do this, then I get to express myself. I get to communicate a want or a need or an idea you know, and the other person now knows about it. So I think that's extremely important. Yeah. So if I do this, I get that, you know, and I think the other part of that is also making sure that you have something that they want. Like you got to have the hook, you know, like what do they want? Because like if I'm going up to the McDonald's drive-thru and I don't want anything from the McDonald's, I got no hook. I'm not going to ask for anything. So I'm not going to request to get anything. Right. But if I want a unsweet tea, not many people do, I should pick something better. But if I want an unsweet tea, then I got to 
tell them something to get that. So we got to find the hook. What is that child's thing they want? And then you've got it. So they have to look and interact with you. And then they got to use the peck to get it potentially, right? right? I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of some things, but I think that is so important. And sometimes having the computer or the high tech device there takes away that people interaction for some of our kids that may just not even be there yet. So you got to make sure they have understand the hook. If I do this, I'm going to get that. And right. The, and the peck really kind of helps create and make that happen. Yeah. I think at first, I mean, you want the object on the picture, yes. but really what's the big deal is that card more so than anything else to let them know, you know, this is what happens when I give somebody something. Yep. I think speech therapists that work with children on that stage, I feel like I've got a pantry on one side of my room full of goldfish you know, all these highly desired food items. And then I've got all these McDonald's, random McDonald's toys that are highly desired because you have to find, like you said, you have to find that hook. You got to get the hook. And every kid's different. So you got to have materials for any child. Yes. Sometimes that computer can kind of get in the way of the hook because sometimes for some of our kids, the computer is what they want. So they want to just push the thing and they're not linking that to the other thing they're asking for. Yeah. And and if they're sitting alone and they're hitting, say, unsweet tea or whatever they want to drink, if they're hitting it and no one is around them, then they're not making that connection of, hey, this is going to get me something. You know, so what really the peck does is it also brings us kind of to our second point or the picture card does in the social interaction of like giving to somebody, you can't smell, feel, touch a word, right? But so Mm -hmm. it makes a word into a thing, like an object that you can hold because it's that picture. Yeah. So I think that is another thing that really is nice thing about pecs is it creates that, um, it just makes a word tangible. Yeah. Like I recently had a student and he was used to pointing. They had got him a, a device where he was just pointing to the pictures on the iPad. And so his first day of speech, he was just pointing to everything. <laughs> and if, like I said, if no one was around, no one knew what he wanted. No one knew what he was trying to say. And after a few sessions, well, actually after one session, he quickly learned, oh, I picked this picture up. And it was like, you could see that light bulb go off. Mm, like, oh, I got this in my hand. I'm going to hand it off. And now I'm, you know, I'm expressing myself to somebody else. And so he quickly learned. And then he was able to later go to that device because then he knew that those pictures actually represented something. Mm -hmm. You know, he was able to make that connection later on. But first he had to learn the basics. And it was by grabbing the picture and having something, like you said, tangible that he could hand off. I think that's a really good example. What else do you think, Hunter, would be in terms of like low tech? What's another thing? I mean, you're the expert in this. The other thing I love about it is it teaches sentence structure. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of my kids that I don't know if I can name the names of the AAC devices that are high tech, which I have tons of kids that are on it. And I totally love those too. But um, teaching them those core word vocabulary words or those Mm -hmm. sentence starters Mm -hmm. are are difficult for some kids on those higher tech devices. Then on low tech, like, um, you know, using the picture cards, Mm -hmm. it teaches them like, I want da 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 da. Mm -hmm. I see da da da. And I think it really helps them to learn that I want, I hear, and I see are three totally different sentences. And it allows them to understand as they're grabbing those sentences and making that making those sentences. It allows them to understand the structure of it. And it allows them to understand that all three of those have different meanings. And even especially with using um, attributes, you know, to understand, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want a red apple, not I want apple red, 
you know, to really mm-hmm. get that, to understand where big and small fit into a sentence. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are simple sentences that, you know, that we're targeting you yeah. typically with it, but it really does make it concrete, like you say, and it really teaches that sentence structure. Yep, I think so. And I think sometimes there are high tech, you know, programs for sure, like um, the Nova Chat. That software categorizes the words into various, like the nouns and verbs and all that kind of stuff. But I think with the, you can't make a sentence without a verb. And so I think if you're going to create a sentence strip or use uh, pets mm-hmm. to create that sentence strip, you have to have the verb in there. And so like in the example you just said, I see, I hear, I you know, like roll the ball or push the car or whatever, there's automatically a verb in there. And sometimes I think those verbs are as more important as a noun. Yeah. Then you're doing stuff and kids do stuff, you know, people do stuff. So I think what you just said is really important. That sentence structure is really important. And it can, to me, the PEX is just so, it's just makes it super clear, you know, and Mm -hmm. and just really straightforward. And I, I, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because then if you want me to throw you the ball or throw me the ball is different than throw the block. So they have to automatically start, you know, differentiating and no, I wanted that. And they understand that their words and what they say has power. Like there's power yes. behind those words. Yeah. And I think because it takes a little bit like slower where they're doing this, as opposed to just pushing buttons, they're having to actually grab a picture and put on there. Yep. It allows for more teachable moments too. You know, they really have to think through, like you said, throw the ball or throw the blocks, which one they're wanting you to do. Mm-hmm. Like the light yeah. bulb, like you said, that's good. I yeah. like that. Another great thing about mm-hmm. um, having the low tech AAC devices in there is I think it has great, it allows for great um, carryover, you mm-hmm. know, between school and home or clinic and home mm-hmm. or into the classroom and they can take it to, you know, all their activities. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, trained to find the picture, you know, whereas I think a lot of, um, a lot of people are are intimidated by the higher tech devices. And so that allows them to use it in all their environments. Yeah. So if you're making like your example of the food thing earlier, so if you're making a choice of drink or goldfish and you can, that's an easy thing to just print two pictures, one of a cup and one of a goldfish, print two, send one set home you know, or have one yeah. set in the classroom or whatever it is, you know? So I think, like you say, it does help just lend itself to here. This is, so it's an automatic like home program with just by like the pecs are easy versus the programming. I mean, once a person's got it, they've got it. But like you say, it can be pretty intimidating to start with. Right. Yeah, it can be. And we're not saying don't do that. We're just saying it's right. just the low tech, you just some considerations. Yeah. Saying, don't forget about the low tech, but I strongly support the high tech as well. But the other thing about it is that it it allows for easy data collection, which I mean, right? In a therapy (laughs) session, you want to be able to just take the data and it not be, you know, strenuous. I know I have a sometimes, well, a lot of times with the AC devices, you'll have some um, mishits, you know, and so it just makes it hard to know, was that a mishit? Did they accidentally hit that one or right. did they not know which picture to hit? Right. Whereas with, you know, with the picture with Velcro, yep. I mean, they're definitely picking the right one or the wrong one. You know, it's not, there's not as room for as much air there, but yep. um, it really allows for you to know, do they have it or do they not have it? Do they understand this or do they not understand it? Whereas I feel like if we jump too quick yep. to a higher tech, then we're questioning like, Ooh, did she just not, you know, was that finger sliding over a little bit, you know, and not really sure if they've actually grasped the whole concept. No, I agree. Because a lot of times with the high tech stuff, I do get confused because then I think, do they, do I have the right hook like we talked about? Or is it that they 
they don't know how to access the picture. There's a, there's a lot more questions where the peck is just very simple. Like even if you're doing a choice of two, you want the, like my yellow block, yellow, I always have like, if I'm getting to work on choices, you know, and I have always yellow block is like my, always my non-preferred because who really wants a yellow block? Like that's not a good time, right? Yellow block versus M&Ms. I choose the M&Ms. So, but a peck makes it so it's nice and easy. Like if they give me the yellow block and I give them the yellow block, it doesn't take them many times where we're like, I don't want that anymore. I want the M&M. Right. So then I can sort of figure it out. But on, sometimes on a high tech device, I have a harder, it's just like you say, there's mishits or do they not really understand how to get to it or the, it's just harder. So I think a peck just simplifies it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure and it, it's not just because I'm older. <laughs> I feel like it does a lot of times give a good foundation. I do. Yeah, I think so. That you could move up to the higher. Yeah. It, help, it does help build a foundation. So you can move up to higher stuff. I agree. So mm-hmm. I just think it's something to, it's just something to think about. Those pecs are just, don't forget about them. Dust off your board maker, right? Yeah, right. Dust off your board maker, put it in the computer. I mean, if you've been to the pecs training, you're trained in all of that stuff. But you know, you, you can use just also simple pictures too, right? Oh, well, yeah. You Is can it, use, I mean, in, in the trainings, they tell you, you can use objects, you can use photos, you can use board maker, you can use theirs, you can use symbol sticks. Yep. Lesson so, picks. Yeah. As you're considering high tech devices and as you're considering, just don't forget about some of the basics, right? And the, some of the low tech right. helps sort of nail down or anchor in those basics before maybe you move to high tech or maybe you don't need high tech. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's good, a good foundation. I really do think so. Before you move, I like to just make sure we're good before we get the, the high tech device. I think the important thing to remember is that, you know, just because you don't have a high tech device doesn't mean you can't address the AAC. Mm-hmm. It's really important to, you know, while you're testing for a device, while you're, you know, getting to know your student very well, while you're looking about ordering a device, or just, you just want to get that foundation down. You know, it's the low tech that you can use through all those therapy sessions to either bridge you to a high tech device or to make sure that they've really got the understanding of communication down before they get that device. And some kids, I've known some kids who have had low tech and that's their go-to and that's where they are. And they are very efficient communicators that way. And so it's just important not to forget about all the benefits of the low tech. Yeah, I agree. That's well put. And I think right on point, right? hundred percent. I agree. So yeah, the low tech It just provides some great foundational stuff like what you said. Thank you, Hunter, for helping me out with this topic today. I really love talking about low-tech stuff. I like low-tech functional options and and all of that. So thanks for helping me with this. Thank you for sharing your expertise with myself and everybody else. Well, thanks so much for having me. I had a great time. Yeah. Awesome. It's always a good time. We will do it again. There's, you know what, there's a lot of, there's a lot of branch off topics from here for sure. So, so we will do it again. There you go. You've committed and we have people witness. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you can check out other podcasts on the working therapist. You can go to pediatricdt.com and there's a working therapist link, or you can go directly to the working therapist website and check out lots of podcasts on lots and lots of topics. So Thank you again, Hunter. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 